Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, October 6th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. The Supreme Court sided last night with South Carolina Republicans in a dispute over mail-in ballots. The conservatives on the court said mail-in ballots must contain a witness's signature, something federal courts had said, lower courts had said, should be waived because of the coronavirus. The high court made one concession, saying ballots already sent in without a witness should still be counted. Tens of thousands of ballots have been sent to voters across the state already. But Justices Clarence Thomas, Sam Alito, and Neil Gorsuch said they would have granted the request in full from the GOP, meaning that ballots already cast without a witness signature would be thrown out. The justices are also considering a request from Pennsylvania's Republican legislative leaders to block a decision by the state Supreme Court to count ballots received by mail up to three days after Election Day. South Carolina Democrats say that because the witness requirement was not in place during the state's primary earlier this year, imposing it in the general election will risk substantial voter confusion. And here are two other significant stories related to the voting wars. In Detroit, which again, Michigan, critical swing state, a chronic U.S. Postal Service delay is undermining confidence in voting by mail. Mail delivery has been erratic all summer in the predominantly black neighborhoods of northern Detroit, and late or missing prescriptions, utility bills, and Social Security benefits have become the norm. But now, looking ahead to November, many residents are worried and wondering whether those slowdowns will also cost them their votes. The delivery delays that Trump's Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy, set in motion spanned the country but hit Detroit, whose postal workforce was already depleted because of the pandemic, particularly hard. Michigan's congressional delegation received thousands of complaints. And on-time mail delivery in the Detroit area has dropped 20%. Only 65% of mail in that part of Michigan is on time. And the deadline to register to vote in Florida for this year's general election was midnight on Monday. And what was expected to be the nation's largest voter reenfranchisement in more than 50 years instead resulted in less than a quarter of the estimated 1.4 million felons who could have registered signing up to vote. Voting rights activists say they'll keep working to register others in this group, but not for this election, in which Florida's 29 electoral votes will be critical. A constitutional amendment passed by two-thirds of Florida voters in 2018 quickly turned into a partisan battle in the Republican-led legislature over the issue of whether prison fines, fees, and restitution must be paid before a formerly incarcerated felon can register to cast a ballot. A law signed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis last year said those payments are part of a sentence that the amendment requires an individual to first complete. The payment stipulation caused confusion among many felons over whether they owe money to the state and triggered fears that they could be committing another felony if they tried to register to vote. And that was almost certainly the goal of DeSantis's legislation. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning wherever you get your podcasts.